Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. America, the mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour supersonic soul train line. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta. Biloxi to Boston. Kalamazoo and Waterloo, we are on the air. They listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. Ah, good morning, everybody. It's a good morning to be alive. It really always is. And, you know, when you work at CBS Sports Radio, you just never know what's going to happen. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitch or maybe watchda.com, you might see me at the very last second, the 11th hour with just seconds to play flicking on that television screen behind me. You might see producer James from the overnight show After Hours with Amy Lawrence putting up the DA show signage behind our control room. You might not see my big head behind me. You might wonder where that stack of papers is usually in front of me. That's because right now we have a producer MIA. At the moment, at the moment, there is no sign of the one and only Pat Boyle, a.k.a. Tom Doyle. Now, Pat has been in as executive producer last week and this week as we are still kind of searching to fill the void left by Mraz a couple of weeks ago with a full-time hire. At the moment, Pat's been doing a lot of fill-in stuff, and I am completely in the dark of where Pat is. Now, I just see that Bogish has swept into the control room next to Billy Jock alone. Kind sir, good morning. Oh, hey, DA, how are you? Well, I'm good. I'm just I'm wondering. Now, Billy's very calm, collected. Hey, DA, we're good to go. Bob, Bob, I said, but where's Pat? We don't have a beat on Pat. Do you have a beat on Pat? Uh, I don't. Okay. Uh, I hope he's not asleep at Arthur Ashe Stadium uh-huh. after watching Ben Shelton and Francis Tiafo last night. Well, that now becomes the working theory by the investigators, is that the last two nights, Pat Boyle had slept here at the studios because he had gone out to the U.S. Open in Queens and watched tennis deep into the night and never went back to his house, his apartment in, in New Jersey. He's just bouncing, ping-ponging back and forth between the U.S. Open, Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, and here at the studios and sleeping on the couch in the back. Did we sweep to see if 
he actually is sleeping in the back. I'll I'll do that now. I I've been here for a good half an hour, and Billy never alerted me to the non Pat Boyle factors. So I'm learning this on the fly as we speak. So I will happily walk around and try and find a Boyle. So that's that's the first thing. It would be I think best case scenario if Boyle is sleeping like 50 feet away in the sales pit over there. Yeah. Now the last Boyle was here, despite me demanding him yeah. go home and shower Please. yesterday, yeah. he was still here. As of noon, unshowered, exhausted. I don't know where he went from there. So he could be anywhere at this point. <laughs> so, either he's sleeping in the back and just his phone alarm never went off or something. Maybe he found a lovely lady at the U.S. Open and stayed at her place last night. Or maybe he did finally make his way home. He can't be sleeping at Arthur Ashe Stadium. Maybe I he mean, made his way home finally could, for a good night's theoretically. rest. Theoretically. Could he? I mean, I, I worked there for five or six years, and I'll just say security was lax in the, <laughs> okay. in the, in the media floors above Arthur Ashe. Okay. Well, look, anything is possible, as Kevin Garnett once said. Correct. I mean, he's sleeping somewhere. The location is the question. So I'm going to get out of this this sinking chair. It was not fixed yesterday. No. Uh, and I'm going to go see what I can do. And I'll I will uh, I'll have my phone rolling in case I do find a sleeping boil somewhere. <laughs> okay. Excellent. 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 Well, thank you, Bogues. Detective Milkshake Duh. is on the case. If you ever wonder why I just sometimes find myself laughing. It's that situations such as this just seem to find this show. Just seems to constantly find this network and this show. <laughs> yeah, just no sign of the executive producer today. Don't know where he is. No texts, no emails. Obviously, we hope that he's okay. But we do know that the last couple of days, Boyle has been burning the midnight oil, watching tennis, which it's really great because he's not reporting on it for anybody. We're not talking about it here on the show, so really he's just going to watch it himself as a spectator with a credential. Very nice, but it's not like we're doing a lot of Francis Tiafo takes here on the DA show or anywhere on CBS Sports Radio, of which he is employed. <laughs> okay. You couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. Anyway, let's begin with the Kansas City Chiefs, shall we? Because the Chiefs will open up the 2023 season tomorrow night at home, Arrowhead Stadium, with the frisky Detroit Lions coming to town. The defending Super Bowl champions will be without Chris Jones their best defensive player, one of the best defensive players in football. And now perhaps Travis Kelsey as well. Kelsey yesterday hyperextending his knee at practice. Okay, and so no update on his status, but status is clearly in doubt going into tomorrow hyperextended knee. Now reports say that at least at the moment doesn't look like there's any damage to the ACL, but one would imagine if he hyperextended his knee on a Tuesday, hard to play on a Thursday night, especially week number one. We want to make sure that you're taking care of your body for a long, grueling season. And so, 
Are the Chiefs in trouble tomorrow night with Detroit coming to town? It is where we begin. You're cold open. As far as injuries go, uh, Kels hyperextended his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. We're focused in on the guys that are here playing the Lions and getting ready to play the Lions, and that's that's where I'm at. If you're not there, you're not there. And unfortunately, that's the name of this game. You know, so you can't spend time. You got to exhaust your time on the team that you're playing. Good day of practice. Look forward to this challenge of playing the Lions. they got a good football team, and our guys have had a good week of prep, and um, we're looking forward, like I said, to the challenge of playing uh, a good football team. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. That obviously is Andy Reid. The Lions should be a good football team this year. The Lions have a lot of reasons to give their fans optimism. The Lions were a very trendy pick to make the playoffs and maybe win a couple of playoff games. And so that's not an easy opponent. But it's still Arrowhead. It's still Patrick Mahomes. It's still the emotion of the opener and raising the banners or getting your rings or however the Chiefs are going to handle this. And I still think if it's about one night, one game that Andy Reid has schemed about for months now, I still like the Chiefs. And I know that a lot of people are jumping on the Lions and the points, and the number has come down the last couple of days, especially after this this news as well. And I, I wouldn't trust the Chiefs to be as thoroughly dominant as they have been in recent years without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones for long stretches. If Jones's status, if his his stance is long-term or permanent, that's a massive blow. And if Travis Kelsey had torn his ACL yesterday and couldn't go this season, that's automatically a reason not to pick the Chiefs to repeat as Super Bowl champions. But if this is one game, I think you can get by. If this is one game that you kind of piece together, I think you can get by. And one thing that I don't believe you should ever underestimate is Patrick Mahomes in adverse scenarios. How many times have we seen him pull the impossible? He just keeps doing this over the course of his career. He's hobbled on one leg. He loses Tyree Kill. He loses this part of the offensive line. He's staring this deficit in the face. They've got to get this, you know, they've got to overcome this huge third down or fourth down. This is kind of what he does. And I just, I still believe in the Chiefs because I believe in Patrick Mahomes and I believe in Andy Reid. And as long as those two guys are coaching and quarterbacking, I think the Chiefs can overcome a hell of a lot, at least for a night. So if if these are long-term scenarios, yeah, then I'm worried about the Chiefs. If this is one night, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. The Kelsey hyperextension of the knee, though, this is something that obviously is is a story the rest of the season because that's the ultimate security blanket. He is a surefire first ballot Hall of Fame tight end who's coming off one of his most productive seasons in his career. And, you know, that's just on third and six, where does, where does Mahomes go? We know we've seen this a million times over. So it, it takes the Sky Moors and the MVSs and the rest of those guys that Mahomes has had to make into studs. It takes them to the next level, but he's done it. He has done that type of thing before. He's written that story before. 
Okay, if you want to jump in on that or anything else going into week one of the NFL season or what you saw college football-wise as well last week at 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. Coming your way this morning here on the show in 20 minutes, really less now, 10 minutes, we've got sound check your best audio of the day, or maybe we won't because we have no executive producer at the moment. And then also in 40 minutes, we've got a champ and a chump I think I get to control that one, so I, I think I can make that call. But we might have to move around some of the other pieces of the show. Now, we have the one and only Andrew Bogish, who has taken a tour around the studios, around the building, the 11th floor here at CBS Sports Radio. What are your findings? Well, let me first say that in, in Boyle's defense, this chair is ludicrous. I mean, it's un, it's almost uninhabitable. Okay. And it doesn't help that the like desk area that I'm trying to grab onto to steady myself in this seat is also not uh, connected to the legs of the table. So I mm. keep pulling this big piece of formica into my lap. <laughs> okay. uh, but more importantly, yeah. Boyle, nowhere to be found. Oh, I boy. made a little tour uh, where the fancy offices are behind our studios. Mm-hmm. I encountered the lovely and talented Allie, our makeup artist for the morning, and I said, have you seen a sleeping Pat Boyle? Mm. And she said, no, not today, but he's usually down there. <laughs> okay. So there's a whole other thing that Boyle maybe is now like Shep living here. We'll figure <laughs> that out down the road. But I went to the office that she said Pat usually sleeps in. Uh-huh. And it's a nice office. I don't know who Brian Rooney is. I don't know if he's allowed Boyle to sleep on Definitely his little couch. This, this man has no idea it's right. happening. But he's got a squatter, and I can see why Boyle would have picked that office because it actually has some kind of frosting on the glass on the windows, uh-huh. so you can't see in. So it is a safe space. <laughs> but there's no Boyle. So uh, it has come to my attention that we didn't reach out to Boyle yet. So I have texted him, hey, bud, just to see where he is. So he's not here is our final declaration. He's not here is all we know. When did you text him? In the, within the last five minutes. And he has not texted back, obviously. No, and I'll call him in a second just because that is eh, why? better than the text. Why, you know what? Why ruin a good thing here? Let's just see how long Boyle will sleep. Let's just see where he's sleeping and how long this guy will sleep. That's a new. That's a target demo Wednesday. <laughs> where is he sleeping? How long is he sleeping? You know, we've had producers late before. We've had producers scrambling before. We've never had a producer MIA before. No, and you know what? Um, it's I'm glad that yesterday I did not feel tremendous. I think I might have ate something a little sketchy at lunch yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, you know. I contemplate like a half an hour. Do I need a sick day? Because the last thing I want to do is wake up at 3 in the morning and go, oh, I feel worse. I can't go in. But then I had the thought of at least I've got the Boyle safety blanket of if in the morning I feel worse, Boyle could do updates. So imagine if I did wake up this morning and felt worse, which I don't, thankfully. I feel back to normal. But I woken up and got, oh, I can't go to work. Boyle will do it. And now we've got no Boyle. You could have been. It could have been just you and Billy, a little romantic two-person show. You know, it begs the question: Will this hinder his ability to to land the job full time? I mean, it's a fair question. I would hope that if he did have this job full time, he wouldn't need to be at the U.S. Open. He for doesn't the, need to be there anyway. Well, I mean, he might be out there glad-handing, meeting people, networking. Cause Do it have one it, day, two days. He's been out there every day for a week and a half. Oh, I mean, I'll agree that he has made a series of bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I mean, he <laughs> he looked ridiculous yesterday in his tennis outfit, which he paid a hundred and fifty dollars. That's for, exactly right. Yes, and he was dirty. And he was exhausted, and he couldn't sit in Anne Ligori's chair yesterday because Anne Ligori was actually there to use her spot in the press box. So, yes, it's not going well for Boyle, and this is, <laughs> this is the danger zone. When you push the envelope, you sleep or you oversleep somewhere. I have to decide whether I'll hold it against him. But I don't know about the bosses. I mean, this is ultimately their decision. They right. have to green light the executive producer full-time hire. All I know is this. The other candidates today, licking their chops, going, oh, did you hear? I'm sure the other finalists are texting one another back and forth. Did you hear? Boyle's not up yet. Boyle's nowhere to be found. Boyle's a AWOL. You know, who knows? Maybe EJ drugged him. <laughs> you know, on a connected note, we should call Bilotti live on the air and tell him that Pat No showed and get his reaction. I mean, he will be Furious. 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 If there's anybody that will block the full-time hire, it would be Pete the Body. Yeah, see, like, if you... Uh, I can't think of a better... It's a terrible example, but if you were going to give Boyle a fully guaranteed contract to work here, despite some off-field issues, Bilotti would block that. The Browns <laughs> didn't have the Bilotti, and look what happened. You've got your Bilotti here to keep you from making that same mistake. You, you need out clauses in a potential Boyle deal. Limited guaranteed money. It's going to make people think twice. Uh, it's a it's a big one. This and, is worst possible timing. And you know what? He's been grinding so hard to try to get this job. He's been really putting his foot forward. He's been trying to do extra effort, get everything. And this, and he, and you know what? He should have never gone to the U.S. Open more than once or twice. And he kept pushing it. He kept pushing. It, he kept pushing it because you've got to make sure you're tending your own garden. And be disciplined and well rested and on time and punctual. He kept. Why is he addicted to stupid tennis? He's going out there every single day and waiting until one o'clock in the morning to come home. Right, and even if you couldn't bring yourself to leave two nights ago, this epic five setter going past midnight, you got to call off yesterday. You got to finish this shift. To. You got to go home, put on your actual clothes, take a shower, <laughs> and you know what? Even if had he slept yesterday from twelve p.m. to midnight and forgot topic list and didn't book a guest, fine. That's a better mistake than this. This is worst-case scenario. Short of a... Let's just hope he actually is asleep somewhere. Yes, yeah. Not like on the side of the LIE asleep in his running car or something. <laughs> let's just hope that he got to a place and fell asleep. No. The, yes. Obviously, we hope that he's okay. But the big thing is, you know, Boyle has been burning the midnight oil at the freaking U.S. Open for a week and a half now. He's not even sleeping at his house. He's been sleeping on the couch in a back office. So much so that a a colleague goes, that's where he usually is. (laughs) (laughs) He has a pattern. He's a squatter. The makeup artist knows where he's squatting, yes. He's usually in that office. Usually. It's like Occupy Wall Street back there with him. (laughs) Just forward my mail there. Care of Brian Rooney. <laughs> so we were supposed to have sound check coming up here, but we're not going to do that because we have no sound to check. <laughs> and I ain't doing it. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll rebound here. You know what? I'll do champ and chump next, and that way we can 
we can punt on sound check until later on of the hour or later on of the show, and then we'll figure out what to do at 40 minutes past the hour. So champ and chump coming up here next. Right now, Pat Boyle, executive producer for the week, is MIA. No, we have no idea where he is. It is now 21 minutes into the show. How long will this go? Stick around to find out. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's Champ or Chump. All right. Welcome back. The DA Show emanating live from CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Available on your phone. Stream us using the free CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app. Also watch us on YouTube or on Twitch on your phone. Your Champ on the morning. How about that Pac-12? The Pac-12 looking good this past weekend. How sadly ironic that the best season in Pac-12 football history could be the last season in Pac-12 football history. Oregon State demolishes San Jose State. Colorado with the shocking win over TCU. Oregon hangs 81 points on little Portland State. Washington beats up on Boise State 56-19. USC crushes Nevada 66-14. Even Cal, Cal got into the mix 58-21 over North Texas. Washington State Wazoo over Colorado State 50-24. And Arizona beating up on Northern Arizona 38-3. Add to that. Stanford going to Hawaii and winning. UCLA beating Coastal Carolina. Arizona State defeated Southern Utah. And remember, Utah beat up on Florida to open up the weekend. So the Pac-12 dominating the competition. Now, some of those were FCS schools or group of five schools. But still, almost everybody in the Pac-12 won and won easily. And a lot of quarterbacking looked really good over the weekend. So the Pac-12... How sad is this? 
They are about to get picked apart, decimated, and potentially never exist again. I mean, there's now down to two teams going into next year. But at the moment, the Pac-12's final hoorah looks like a glorious one. That's DA's champ. Who else could be my chumps? Dabo and Cade Klubnik. Those were supposed to be the guys to lead Clemson back to dominance in the ACC and their rightful perch atop the college football world or one of the best teams in the college football world. And yet, what we saw the other night was really tough to watch. We dissected this quite a bit yesterday, but just to re-go, to go back over it, redo it one more time. Sorry for you Clemson fans. You had a squad that told us all offseason, the offense, we're going to open it up, open it up, open it up. And the naysayers wanted to believe it was all DJ Uyunglele. DJ couldn't run the offense. DJ was too conservative. DJ was this. DJ was that. And so Cade was going to finally get the full offseason. The starter, going to understand the offense, this, that, and the other thing. Everyone was going to be excited about Cade Klubnik taking over. And what did we see? We saw the offense look just as impotent as it did under DJ. We saw Klubnik make a number of questionable decisions, to say the very least. We saw turnover, sloppy play when it mattered most in the red zone of the one-yard line, etc. And then when it comes to coaching, look, you know, you have two field goals blocked. You have a a run of kind of mistakes, mistake-prone play. That comes back to Dabo. And I I know that Dabo was really scratching his head about a, a game that they outgained Duke both passing the football and running the football. And, you know, there's just kind of some bizarre strokes of luck that happened. But at the same time, when he kind of leads the press conference by saying how strange it all was, it felt to me like he was protecting a sloppy day by his own team and the mistakes that he that his own team made. And he knows the criticism has been out there. He knows this has not been up to Clemson standards. They have raced through some of the lesser teams of the ACC the last couple of years and not finished strong. I mean, last year it took two overtimes to beat Wake Forest, remember? Then they got beat up by Notre Dame. Then they lost to South Carolina, which is obviously a rival. And then they end up losing to Tennessee in the Orange Bowl badly. Tennessee was a much better team. And that's a three-loss season last year where your best win was NC State. Your best win during the regular season was NC State before the ACC title game. You know, it's like, eh. So that one was a rough one to watch. And it makes you wonder if Dabo is right now kind of leading a Clemson team that is back to being the old Clemson team, which was Clemsoning. Expectations, big expectations, but couldn't rise to the occasion when it mattered most. So a rough opener for the Clemson Tigers, and Cade and Dabo have to be your chumps on the morning. That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. One of my favorite follows on social media is DA show maps. This account takes, again, this is not affiliated with the show. We don't run it, but
but the user here takes the towns, the cities that I use in the open, and then gives us a little nugget. DA Show Maps, noting Anchorage to Atlanta, Biloxi to Boston, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo, we are on the air. I guess the real question today is, where in the world is Pat Boyle? But anyway, the famous Barks Root Beer created 125 years ago in a small house in Biloxi, Mississippi, in 1898. Now, kind sir, Andrew Bogish is with us. And Bogish, are you a root beer guy? I am, DA. Thank you for asking. I am too, but I probably only have it once every couple of years. Years? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've had a root beer in 2023. If I do have a root beer, I really like a root beer float. But if I don't have it one summer, I might go three summers without one. Wow. How often do you have a root beer? Uh, I, in fact, have a sleeve of, I don't know, sugar-free, no sugar added A&W root. No, it might be Barks. I have a th- Either way, I have a bunch of cans of root beer that are, are less terrible than for you than usual in my garage right now. And so you will oftentimes crack open an ice-cold root beer from your fridge. Uh, this is a little bit of a splurge. It was one of those, you know, buy two, get one free things, and that was the free soda i got um excited yeah it's good it's you need it and it's like cold <laughs> in the summer now i prefer my root beer just root beer i don't Instead need of... a, i don't need a root beer float okay just root beer ice glass and away we go mm. root beer shockingly no caffeine correct so which makes it feel somewhat healthier than say yeah. a coke or a dr pepper yeah would, i don't know if it has less sugar but yeah no caffeine so that charge that you're getting from a Coke or from a Mountain Dew or something, yeah. not getting it from a, a root beer. So. Well, just, it's a natural. It's just the excitement of having natural root high. Beer. Exactly. Natural high. For those following the show this morning, we woke up, we came into the office, we prepared a show, and there was no Pat Boyle. We have no word on Pat yet. We're still waiting for some type of let us know you're alive, Pat. So I hope he's okay. We hope that he's in. He's safe. My guess is he's he's sleeping on some lovely lady's futon right now that he met the U.S. Open last night. <laughs> but yeah, we don't have an executive producer today, so he is super lucky. Pete, the body is not in this week. Oh yes, because if Pete woke up, came into the office, and the EP had slept through the shift. Bilotti would be breaking things to the other side of the glass. Would Pete even let him? Like, let's say we hear from Boyle at 7.15. He goes, oh, my God, overslept. I'm coming. Would Pete, even at that point, let him in the booth? It's 75-25, yes, because Pete would still not want to do the last three hours of work. Correct. But there would be a... He's really angry and freezes him out. Like, I'm not talking to you. I'm not looking at you. Yeah. You're dead to me. And all of Pete's tells of his anger, the huffing and puffing, maybe a, a pen, yep, or a tapping of the pen on the desk. Pen clicking. But something to let you know that he, at, at that particular moment, he's really focused on his anger in you. And there would be a Pete the body. We go to break. He would put both of his palms in his eyes. He would wipe his eyes put his head back and go, what is it with this guy? <laughs> you can't do this. 
and do this. You can't apply for a job and then not show up for it. <laughs> so that's that would be best case scenario for us. Second best situation would be, and I don't, if I'm speaking out of term, Billy, I apologize. I don't know if <laughs> Billy has applied for the Sean job. Yeah. But the only thing better than an angry Pete in that spot would be another Sean job competitor who could just stand there. That's right. Beaming that they've been here <laughs> doing extra and just let hopefully boil either show up and have to be embarrassed for two hours or so or never show up and maybe take himself out of out of consideration. Currently, Cap has made a meme Boyle jumping into the folding table at the <laughs> Notre Dame game, and the table simply says, the EP job. So, <laughs> Boyle is crushing, smashing to bits. Yeah, and you have Billy. Billy wins in this scenario because if Pete was here and Billy was outside cutting tape normally, he'd be right now feeling the brunt of Pete's oh, frustration. Oh, true, true. Making Billy do... Pat's work, and I almost think Pete's work as well, because he's so frustrated. He'd be showing everything at Billy. This is really bad for Boyle. This is really bad. It's it's the worst time. Had he gotten the job and did this day one, it'd be better than doing it today where the decision's still to be made. Yeah. Have you involved yourself in that process yet, or are you still on the outside looking in? No, at this point, I'm taking a more executive <laughs> position. You're still enjoying your buy? <laughs> <laughs> The bracket's still progressing. <laughs> oh, Bogues' headlines. And they're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Jose Altuve homered in his final at-bat on Monday. Kept swinging last night in Arlington. This one's wall up to center field. Back on it to Veras. And she's gone! Third home run for Altuve! In three at-bats over the first three innings of what became a 14-1 route of the Rangers, that was Robert Ford on Astros Radio. Altuve is the first player since at least 1961 to homer in four consecutive innings. He is the fourth to go deep five times over six at-bats. He had two home runs in that Monday game. The loss, meanwhile, drops the Rangers out of a playoff spot this morning. Manager Bruce Bochy. And we're right there. As bad as things have looked, and trust me, these guys didn't want to play like this tonight in front of our fans. Uh, uh, you hate to see a, a game like this, but uh, it, it's it's going to turn with these guys, and that's you know that's part of my job is uh, also believe too. Uh, his, I want I want Bruce Bochy to voice the Sunday morning football open as he was that clip was playing. What I'm envisioning is the guy in the Big Lebowski who's like always at the bowling alley bar <laughs> just giving advice to the dude. I can't think of his name, but he's got a great mustache, deep voice, deliberate delivery just like that. Sam something? Sam. Yes, it's Sam. Ugh. He was in Roadhouse. He plays the same role in Roadhouse. It's not Sam Waterston. That's the guy from Law & Order. No, we'll find it. But he is. his voice is so... He's the voice of Coors. Coors. Yes, yes. Or maybe Bush. Bush. One of the two. I don't know. I think Coors. Uh, the Rangers are a half game behind the Blue Jays for the last wild card spot. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. 
And they're two games behind the Strohs in the AL West. The Orioles protecting their lead in the AL East with a 5-4 win in 10 in Anaheim. The Rays got an 8-6 win in 11 over the Red Sox on a Brandon Lau game-winning three-run homer. They have a six-and-a-half game lead now on the Mariners atop the AL wildcard standing. Seattle losing in Cincinnati 7-6. The Twins got an 8-3 win in Cleveland. That's a seven-game lead now over those Guardians in the American wow. League Central. The no, Phillies, don't worry, the Guardians have Giolito, so that's true. fine. Uh, the Phillies took an 8-0 loss in San Diego. The Rockies a 3-2 win in Arizona. And the Cubs rallied for an 11-8 decision over the Giants. Third straight win for Chicago. However, they stayed two and a half games behind the Brewers in the Central because Milwaukee got a 7-3 win in Pittsburgh. A quick update on that Travis Kelsey situation. Hyperextended right knee, but the Chiefs don't believe there's any actual ligament damage. Uh, if the swelling goes down, he'll test the knee today to see if he can face the Lions tomorrow night. The Raiders reportedly restructuring Jimmy G's contract, creating 17 mil in cap space. Some college football, Georgia and Michigan remain atop the AP poll. Alabama and FSU now third and fourth. LSU dropping from 6 to 15 for losing to those Knolls, while Duke debuts at number 21. Clemson ends up at number 25, thanks to that Blue Devils win on Monday night. And uh, tennis that may or may not have kept Boyle sleeping until now. <laughs> uh, ben Shelton beat Francis Tiafo in four sets in the U.S. Open quarter. Shelton is just 20 years old, the youngest American man to reach the final eight at the Open since Michael Chang in 1992. D.A.? Back to you. Man, Michael Chang was 31 years ago, huh? Yeah. Andy Roddick was 20 years ago. Wow. YouTube chat is all over the Boyle No Show. Spencer writing, yes, no Boyle? Jail? Question <laughs> mark? Anything is possible. Yeah. But that's a decent, that's a 10% chance. They have 5% chance. But I'm it's a chance. Yeah, I'm skewing negative. Just oversleeping, you know, phone malfunction or... He's like he has a, he's asleep in the parking lot at the U.S. Open. I don't think it's he just had a bender with like a doubles team from the Czech Republic <laughs> and he's asleep in some Manhattan hotel. I don't think that's what happened. Spencer also writes, the fashion police have arrested Boyle for wearing that tennis fit. Uh, he looked ridiculous yesterday. People ridiculous. did not like that. No, I mean, you can't you can't buy the matching top and bottom. You got to at least break it up a little bit but he had to buy both because he was wearing the same clothes from three days earlier. I know, but I, I, the, the Open has multiple places where you can buy clothes. You didn't have to wear the ensemble. He could have gotten the shorts from one stand, a shirt from the other. They still could have matched, but not been direct you know, buddies, and he would have accomplished the same thing. He, he looked like the people that dress up in a full football uniform to go to a Ravens game or go to a Niners well, game. There are people dressed like that at the U.S. Open. They go as, as if someone's going to go, oh, I hurt my ankle, Djokovic. Can you go take, take exactly. over for me, Roger? You yeah. just walk down and start playing. He was like trying to be like a Nadal body double. Yeah, didn't go well. And it's only gotten worse. And that apparently was not the worst decision he's made in the last 72 hours. Cap is running the CBS Sports Radio part of the chat and says, Carlos with a K throwing a party right now. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos with a promotion. <laughs> Carlos with an opening. <laughs> I want to talk about that that Knowles team because the new top 25 is out, as Bogues mentioned, and the Knowles are big risers. So we'll talk about what their future holds here coming up here next. DA, and we are still watching for when Pat Boyle will show up. This is CBS Sports Radio. 
I'm looking for a burger. I'm looking for buffalo wings. I'm looking at what happened. DA on CBS Sports Radio. I want a burger. Buffalo wings. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Listen to the show in podcast form. That is, if we have a producer today that actually will post it. The full four hours of the best of the show is always available in podcast form. Simply search The DA Show. Subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, no no sign of Pat Boyle. <clears throat> Not a great look, but we soldier on. Florida State had its very impressive victory over the weekend against LSU. And now... They are a top-five team that's going to get some major national love. Jordan Travis, their quarterback, looked fantastic. And it certainly looks as though Mike Norville has turned things around. In year number three last year, they won 10 games. They finished ranked in the top 10. Now they have a signature victory. They moved up to number four in the AP poll, number five in the coaches poll. But now they're a top-five school. And... There is no reason to believe that Florida State should not be a top-five school for a while this season. Next up Saturday, they get Southern Miss coming into their house. They're going to destroy Southern Miss. Then they're at BC. They're going to be 3-0. and Then you circle. It's a big one, but at the moment, looks like a mismatch. they got to go to Death Valley to take on Clemson. Again, Clemson could figure things out, could smooth the edges out of what we saw. But that was a dreadful effort against Duke. An absolutely dreadful top to bottom. Top to bottom was not my fault. Effort against Duke. And if Florida State goes to Clemson and hammers the Tigers, it would feel like a real shift change in the entire ACC. Okay, so that's the biggie for Florida State in the first month and a half of the season. Then they got a bye. They get the Hokies coming to town. They're going to smash Virginia Tech. Then they get Syracuse coming to town. They'll smash the Orange. Now you're halfway through the season. They got Duke coming into town. Look, Duke might be a well-improved team, might be a plucky team. Again, this is the ACC. You've got a lot of cupcakes on your schedule. Then they're at Wake Forest at Pitt. I mean, this is a team that should be undefeated as long as they can go to Clemson and win up until November. Then they get Miami at home. Hurricanes should be okay this year, but will take a few years for Mario Cristobal to really get his guys in there. And you never know. Miami's going to have good athletes. But you get Miami at home, then North Alabama before your rivalry game against Florida this year at the Swamp, and look at the Gators. That's a team, that's a Florida State team that will likely be favored by a touchdown or more, maybe double digits in every game this season. And then you get the ACC title game, which could be a rematch against Clemson. We'll see. But this is probably an 11-1 or 12-0 team. they They just got by their toughest matchup of the entire season. Now, granted, they got LSU at home, basically. That was a camping world in Orlando, which is just down the down the road from Tallahassee. So it wasn't really a neutral site game. Truly, it was about 80-20 Knowles fans. But this is a squad that is right now shaping up with this, once again, middle-of-the-road ACC slate. If And we keep saying this for years. If Clemson, Florida State, Virginia Tech and Miami, 
if you don't have at least one really great team of the ACC besides Clemson, it's a blech conference. You need Miami, Virginia Tech, and Florida State to rise. The Knowles have. Now we got to wait on the other guys. But if Clemson's down, you know, it once again creates one super team in the ACC, and that's it. Early to, to put the, the tombstone on Clemson, I, I admit. But I'm just saying that the reality for Florida State after that type of win is in that league, that could be a 12-0 Florida State team. And they might not break much of a sweat to do it besides going to Death Valley. And we'll see. And that's a really good early matchup. And we got to see if Clemson can get his act together. Jeremy writes on YouTube in the comment section, I feel like this was all planned. Jeremy, I can tell you this with complete transparency and honesty. I woke up today, came into the office, and fully expected an executive producer to be here. And we love Pat. Obviously, he's a he's a great dude, but this puts us all out. We have to all scramble to make up for the producer not being here. So not my happiest morning as a host of the DA show, I can tell you that. And for all of Mraz's foibles, I never had to worry about him not showing up. When we come back, the DA show locked and loaded on a Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 